0: we had a great time this past weekend at the Las Vegas Tattoo Expo, which was held at where? Where was it held? Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. The Planet Hollywood?
1: Planet Hollywood. Yes. We were
0: in the Planet Hollywood and I didn't even. Re-
1: How did you not realize it? I we literally parked, it. walked through the Miracle Mile, following all the signs pointing us it's to Planet Hollywood. Well, it
0: just said casino. No,
1: it's said Planet Hollywood casino.
0: No, it just said casino. I, I would bet my life on it.
1: You would die.
0: Well, you say <laughs> so, but I'm not so sure that's true.
1: Yes, we were in Planet Hollywood on the convention. All right, well, let's just we walk through knew the whole we casino. walked through the whole casino. Then we were about to ask a security guard how I to do find where we were going. <laughs> and as, he, as this dude over here, Mike, tapped the security guard on the shoulder to ask him where we were supposed to go, he saw the big old giant sign pointing us where we were supposed to go. <laughs> it was fantastic.
0: Moment, at the very moment. And I was like, excuse me, Uh well, never mind, I think I just answered my own question. And he laughed and said, yes, sir, it's upstairs on the mezzanine level. And then he had to just go up the stairs. So he knew exactly where I was going. He knew why I was like, "Oh, oh you know. He yeah. knew exactly why. And he thought it was funny.
1: But you know what was even more funny? So we got, for anybody who's familiar with uh the Las Vegas Strip, we parked at the Miracle Mile Parking. And as we're entering the casino from the Miracle Mile side, there's this crazy dude, like, screaming, fuck you, over and over again at the top of his lungs. And, like, storming, storming through the casino. And, like, we walked through the casino for a good five minutes with him before we found the security guard. And the other security guards found him at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's how long it took them.
0: You're right. It was like, it was like, um, 10 minutes.
1: I know it was unreasonable.
0: It, it was, it, it was kind of surreal though to watch it unfold in front of us because you're kind of like, Oh my God, where is security? Why aren't they on this guy? Like these places have cameras. How do they not see this? And all of a sudden there's security. Like Boom. 10 of them converged yeah. on They him. were just, they were just set up in a, in a corridor or a perimeter, or whatever it is perimeter to like keep him in the middle. So he couldn't get out. He
1: just kept screaming. Yeah.
0: And he screamed the whole time.
1: There was the meanest demons chasing that poor man.
0: Yes. It's, it was sad.
1: He was really quite upset.
0: But then, that's why we don't go down to the strip. We tried not to.
1: It's great people watching when it happens, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree.
1: Fantastic. Like, no, I'll tell about that at the end, after we talk about the tattoo show. Okay. So then we, we cruise up the escalator, and we're in, like, this huge, completely empty room.
0: Yeah, enormous complete room.
1: With like all the way across. Like you it was so far away you could call it yonder. Right. Tiny little yellow sign. Tattoo expo.
0: (laughs) It was way over there and it was way tiny.
1: (laughs) So we cruised over and we got into the tattoo expo. She didn't even check our tickets, by the way. I know. So why did I pay for them? Just (laughs) (laughs) kidding. Anyway, she didn't even check our tickets. She just gave us wristbands. And we cruised. So we walked in, and there was this, like, shirtless dude. And I was already like, oh, sweet Jesus, here we go. Shirtless dude. And he starts talking to us, and, like, really, he was a salesman on drugs. It was like walking into a used car dealership. This dude trying to sell us on getting a tattoo from those specific people right now. Yeah, He was uncomfortable. And I was like... I was like, I just want to leave now. Like, let's go. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. finally broke away from him.
0: I have a tend to have the problem that I have a longer threshold for pain on that longer than I should. I'm, I'm I'm being honest. Like I take more than I should of that. And really life would be better if I learned to take less.
1: Yeah. You were, you were like openly interacting with this crazy salesman person. And I was like, I'm just going to slink away and he will eventually follow me. Like we're done with this booth. I will never get tattooed <laughs> by your people, thanks, creepy, rapey salesman dude, with no shirt on.
0: Yeah. That's me.
1: Some people need to realize that approaching it like that, especially when you're trying to sell something that's art, let it speak for itself. He could have just been standing there all shirtless-like and been like, this cool piece on my back it took them 37 hours. Because he was really nice. No, you yeah. have to be weird about it and creepy and go on and 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 on. And on and.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, my problem is I have way too high a threshold for that bull crap, right. and I need to work on not having that high of a threshold because it never ever works. You know what I mean? Like giving them more time just gives them more time to show me how much they don't care. Makes sense.
1: You didn't find him nearly as irritating as I did, did you? Until you really thought about it afterwards, when I Correct. started complaining.
0: <laughs> now I now I now I agree with you that he was irritating because I had to think about it afterwards. But in the moment, I was just kind of neutral about him. I was like, "Well, he's a he's a guy who wants to bother us," and uh, yeah. So
1: we got away from him.
0: Yeah, we got away from him pretty quick, and
1: then we we cruised through the rest of the tattoo expo pretty much without incident.
0: Like yeah, was... we, we met a nice guy. We were talking about a particular tattoo that we would like one day. Mm-hmm. And we met a nice guy who could be the one who could do it. And um, so we had a nice long chat about how he would do it and how much he would charge to do it. Yeah. And, you know, et cetera. And how big, et cetera. Where is it going to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Well, he was just a nice guy. And um, we got his card. So um, maybe when the day, day and time comes, that's who we'll give a call. He had done Many, many of the type of tattoos we do. Right. So we're not going to talk about what it is until we actually do it. And
1: maybe even then we won't tell you either. Right.
0: It's up to us to decide what we share. huh, my honey.
1: Pretty much. What I was pretty amazed by at the thing was how many people me? were there actively getting tattooed.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Like every second booth had somebody actively getting ink. And not all of them were people who were like tattoo covered. Like I get it. If you're... If you're a really big tattoo person and it's like what you do when you have spare cash, then I kind of get going to a tattoo expo and getting a random tattoo. I do. But these were people who didn't look like they really had any other tattoos. Maybe one. And they were getting like ink to add a tattoo show. Well, and Like spur of the moment.
0: My understanding was that it was more expensive to do the same thing there than it would have been in the shop. That they're not really supposed to say to you, "Hey, I'll do it in the shop," unless you first say to them, "Hey, could we do this in your shop?" They're supposed to leave it as, "Well, we do it here today, and we're running out of space, et etc., et etc, et etc. They're not supposed to encourage you not to do that.
1: It seemed like it seemed like a lot of the booths, especially the ones that had multiple artists, had like a sheet. Of some discount tattoos that they would do, like, that were show-priced. And it was, like, pre-designed, you know, ghosts and pumpkins and spooky shit. Right. For, like, a hundred bucks.
0: The typical kind of, I'm a drunk person on vacation, let me get a tattoo type of tattoo.
1: Right. I kind of liked the ghosts, though. They were pretty nifty. Okay. I'm not sure I would want one permanently on my body, but maybe one of those airbrush tattoos of a ghost would be cool. Four to six weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But no, people getting like the ones that seemed more expensive was for anybody who wanted anything custom, like if the guy had to draw it or whatever. Those ones were expensive. Like the dude that we talked to, he was saying, yeah, he was saying that um, if we wanted to get it there, it'd be two hundred and forty. And then he said if we wanted to come get it in his shop, it'd only be one hundred and eighty.
0: Right. Right. Well, because I said to him, he said. He well blah blah blah. This is how much cost of the show, and I said, "Oh well, no, we're not ready to do it right now." We we was just noticed your your portfolio. You had this, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to do. And he that's when he was like blah 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 what you said, and right. then we kind of came to this agreement that we were both okay with each other. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a potential for bad blood there.
1: Okie doke. Anyway, <laughs> we saw some really cool art. We
0: yeah we did saw
1: some really scary things.
0: <laughs> yeah, that did.
1: But overall, I expected to see some really odd people there. We didn't. There was not a single person that I would have labeled odd.
0: And you know that that brings me to something that I was thinking about the other day, which is how much tattoos have become so normal. In our society today, and so accepted in our society today, as compared to um, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, I don't even remember what I was going to say. So Sorry, when, guys, when you were out. in
1: your late teens and early 20s, would a tattoo like the one I have on my forearm be unacceptable oh, for you would have been a, a woman hussy. to have?
0: You would have been a hussy. Wow. Men would have thought that, you know, let's take her out because I'm going to get it. That's what men would have thought back then. Having a tattoo on a woman meant everything else just was open for business.
1: So that's really funny. Do you remember? Well, well,
0: when you think about it, it is kind of funny because it's dumb and unreasonable because they're not asking the person. They're telling the person what their reaction is going.
1: So one of the times I've been in the Christmas pass in the last three years I was at the grocery store with my dad, and this woman was walking away, and she had a very large tattoo on the back of her calf. All right. And it was not great. I mean, it was blue, not black at this point, and it was from, like, 20 feet away, it just looked like a blob. Okay. So it's not great, okay? She probably got it 40 years earlier or something ridiculous like that. Um, Maybe. And he, like... He saw it and he was going on and on about how disgusting he thinks tattoos are on women and going on and on and on. And, on and, on. and then – no, I know when that was. That was my – that was the trip when I went home. And then I came back right after and like a week later we went in and we got the tattoo that I have on my forearm, right. which is very dainty with very fine lines. Easy to tell what it is. It looks super nice it's not disgusting by any means at all
0: right then he did great work
1: it's fan- it's absolutely fantastic i'm super pleased with it um then so i didn't tell my dad okay and he's he's always oh yeah he's always overreacted to minor body modifications on his daughter okay he's not a fan so
0: you remember, do you remember what he Poor said? Russell. We
1: went there at Thanksgiving and he's like, you're not my daughter anymore. And then he just like let out this cackle, like this evil Russell cackle. <laughs> it was fantastic.
0: But I wonder if perhaps that reaction was kind of like, well, I'm going to mess with her and say what she's expecting me to say. 100%. That's and exactly but, what it but was. But I'm kind of amused by the tattoo because it looks pretty good.
1: I think he likes it. I think he he likes what it is and what it means.
0: Well, that's the thing; he understands its purpose. Um, and I think maybe you know sometimes that's what it takes to get somebody to understand that there, as long as your tattoo has a, a meaning behind it, I see no problem with getting a tattoo. Well, it's not ever.
1: huge and gaudy. If 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 it would have no. if it was a flower that took up my entire arm, if I yeah, had done like a, a half sleeve story. of yellow roses, yeah, it could people, be as dainty and beautiful as I wanted. He would hate it.
0: Some people go overboard. Especially on there, too.
1: Yeah. I also don't think I would have been able to handle the discomfort of any more than I already had. Like It was a very good first experience. Don't touch me with any needles for a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get it.
1: You know what's funny? When I got my upper ear pierced, which I was like 19 when I did, Uh and I already had my lower ears pierced. Okay. He... I didn't tell him either. He happened to see it when we were out for dinner and he grabbed my Ow. ear. I was like, what did you do? What kind of idiot puts more holes in their head? That's the kind of, that's the kind of dad that I have. It's fine. I think he's hilarious. He did. He, so his reaction to the tattoo was, you're right. He was messing with me. He really does think my upper ear piercing is moronic. He doesn't actually think the tattoo is moronic.
0: Right. I get you. I get you. <laughs>
1: Can I get you. Can you imagine what he would have reacted like had I come home with that with a nose piercing? Oh my god. What gosh. he would
0: have done. He wouldn't have liked that.
1: I did for Halloween, I did kind of a like fake goth look. And I put I put rings on my bottom lip and did like crazy dark makeup. And I sent my mom a picture because I thought she'd think it was cool. She showed my dad, but she did not tell him it was a Halloween costume. <laughs> he <laughs> thought I'd actually gotten my lip <laughs> pierced in two places. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how he's still here with the amount of heart attacks I've put that man through in my lifetime.
0: Trust me, I have to review myself. <laughs> Not with you. <sighs> oh. yeah. uh, but, that's... but so
1: he's, he's a man from born in the 1950s, very yeah. early 1950s. Yeah. So I'm sure he has that kind of view of tattoos as well, because like the only women who are of similar age to my dad that you see that have tattoos are like the original biker chicks.
0: Yeah. Agreed. But the, but the point is that they've been indoctrinated to believe what they believe. Right. And so no matter what you say or do, it's never going to change. So you just kind of have to be yourself. That's it. You just take your stance and stick to it and let them have their stance and they can stick to it. And then that's that you're done.
1: I, I even remember when I was in high school, which, okay, I graduated from high school in 2009. For anybody who All wonders right. how long ago this was. So it was no just yesterday. In, no shame in my game admitting my age. And it was
0: just <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, keep going.
1: They taught you in those like pre-graduation classes you have to take that if you get any tattoos, they have to be coverable by business casual attire because employers will look extremely look down on anybody with any kind of tattoo.
0: Yeah, that was a phase. They had that phase, too.
1: Probably earlier here than it was in, in, yes, in small town Canada. But
0: but there was a phase and they went through that phase. And then that phase kind of turned into a um well, it's okay to have tattoos as long as like, you know, a short sleeve button up shirt will cover them up. Yeah, you know, as long as you can't see them outside of the short sleeve. Like military tattoos. Shirt,
1: yeah. You know? Like the locations of military tattoos. Yeah. 'cause those have to be covered by a right. button up short sleeve right.
0: shirt. Right, exactly. So I don't have a problem with, you know, them setting a rule like that. But like what they do is they set that rule and then they squeeze down like a boa constrictor. Right. Tighter and tighter and tighter. And they try to milk it for everything they can. And that's where I get upset.
1: I think I think I think most places now though have calmed down. And the odd tattoo here or there is not a problem for them. Now it seems like the only thing that's really judged is face and neck tattoos and like overdone over like full sleeves like Mr. and Mrs. Tattoo Man.
0: Well, you know what? They get judged. I'm sure. I guarantee you they get judged, but I've never once judged them because I think my thing is that's art. And if they want to do art on their, you know, if they're both artistic people and they want to do art on their body as a canvas. Why not? Why not? Who do we care?
1: They, From the photos that they post online and the way that they present themselves, those are two people who very much feel like their skin is art, that they are we've kind given of known to show them, off.
0: We've kind of known them for like almost 10 years. Yeah. So the kids have grown up. Those kids look like they're neglected or mistreated or anything. Hell No. They look like really happy kids who get to participate in whatever, um, you know, activities they want to participate they're in. they're a
1: happily married couple. Though, you know what, what makes me really laugh? Okay. They showed up at that very last track banquet we went to, the one that was outside. And all of the moms stared at them and they walked in.
0: Yeah. And it's just so rude.
1: And it's not. I know that part of it is because she's like an extremely attractive woman.
0: Yeah, had that's, her that's a good guess on your part
1: who had her her kid that's in high school now probably pretty young so she's also really young uh-huh. i think they're probably trying to decide if they need to go blindfold their husbands is part of it but then they see him with her and he's got the face tattoos he's bald his whole head is tattooed and they judge yeah.
0: still and it's just wrong
1: it's 2022
0: and like we we got to kind of know him because we would have to, he lived in the, in the same apartment building as us, and we would have to walk past his place to go to the elevator to get to the car.
1: Right, and you he would you'd be outside see latest art pieces in right. his window, so we'd have little chats with him,
0: and or he'd like be outside smoking, and he'd always if you said hi to him, he would say hi back. Right. Always, always, he would never do it. Well, not, I shouldn't say never. Most of the time, he wouldn't do it the other way first, but. He would always reciprocate if you he said hello. Right. He wasn't one of those snobby dudes that like stuck his nose up in there.
1: Huh? Um, they were really nice people,
0: and yeah, and they were they were very.
1: There's absolutely nothing I wouldn't want this person near me about Mister and Mrs. Tattoo Man.
0: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely
1: nothing. Yeah. Yep, I agree with you. So I, I, I'm with you. I think it's really interesting how, in the less than a hundred years, tattoos have really gone from.
0: from- Oh, my like, God, you're a prostitute.
1: Dirty, you've been in jail, you were in the Navy, and very strange. Um, All of those judgments to, yeah. like, it's an art piece. Tattoo your face and you can still work at Target.
0: Yeah, look at this like, sexy woman over here covered in tattoos. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. It's, it's gone
0: from that to that. Like, really a big broad spectrum. You
1: know, you know. I think he was thinking, just thinking about it. And I i told you what my dad said about women when he was young who had tattoos. And I come to think of it when I was a, when I was a kid, the only person, the only people I knew with tattoos were the old military veterans, all men, military veterans in their like seventies and eighties. Those were the only people I knew with tattoos.
0: So that became a stereotype for you that, um, military men, especially older ones had tattoos. Yeah. That's interesting because that's what I think has been the problem with society's acceptance of tattoos all along is like these preconceived notions. Right. Rather than experiencing it themselves. Like, you know what? You don't have to participate to go experience it. Right. That's the truth. Like you said, there were people there getting a tattoo. If you've never seen somebody get a tattoo, it's interesting to watch.
1: What do you, okay, are you, if they're getting tattooed at a tattoo show, are you allowed to stand there and watch? Or are you supposed to like avert your eyes and only observe from your periphery?
0: You can observe. I mean, you you know, you shouldn't stand there and stare. Like,
1: if I really thought it was in, that one lady was getting that huge, like, multicolored fox face on her. Like, and it was so cool. He had just finished getting it sketched out. And I would have loved to stand there and watch him do all that color. Cause it had no lines. Yeah. Like no dark lines. I would have loved to. But I thought it was creepy. And I didn't want to be weird. Oh, well, yeah.
0: I actually think it probably would have depended on the artist and the client.
1: I think you have to ask. Do you yeah. mind if I stand here and watch? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the
0: acceptable way to go. That's probably the etiquette. Yeah. yeah. I would, I wouldn't doubt that. It, it was, it was, um, Interesting, though, to see because that's what I saw at that show is how drastic society has shifted forward on tattoo acceptance. Like you just said, like it's crazy in less than a 100 years how far that attitude has gone from as far, 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 far this way as it can be to as pretty much as far this way as it can be.
1: Well, and there were seemingly and I'm making finger quotes, people, because I know you can't see me. They were seemingly normal people there. Those yeah. were the people at the tattoo expo there to get tattooed. Normal people. Yeah, like it wasn't the circus freaks of the 1920s. Come on now.
0: Well, exactly, and that's kind of sort of the point I was making. I know you know that, but that's I the point thought there'd be
1: at least one very tattooed, body modified type person there. You know, like the people who get the horns yeah, and there added, were none. or like yeah. crazy. There was no one. None. No one, not even one person. I'm, I was actually, it's Las Vegas and it's a tattoo expo.
0: Yeah. I'm a going little on disappointed. Yeah, what's going and on I bet guys? you
1: if we'd have gone on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it might've been. Cause we went on Sunday and a lot of them gave up, Yeah, you know, um, they were there Friday and they were there because there was a competition and then they were there Saturday also for a competition. And maybe that was that for them. You know, they were just done. So we yeah, there might not been a
1: Sunday competition, so they were out.
0: Because there were a lot of empty booths when we were there,
1: especially empty booths that had plaques on them.
0: Yeah, because you then you know they had been there, right? I mean, it was it was it was an um, interesting experience overall. I it really was.
1: This. I have to end us off on the most alarming thing I saw at the tattoo expo, though.
0: All right. Yeah. So we, we now know that there was a huge swing. Now let's finish it off with what happened at the Tattoo Expo.
1: Yeah. So we left. We were like, we walked around three, four times. We're like, we're done. Plus, it had only been like 50 minutes. And if we got back to our car within 10, the parking was free. Perfect. Right. Like, we're done. Let's go. So we, we toddle across that giant space, down the escalator, through the casino. The fuck you man was gone, unfortunately. And we get out into the Miracle Mile again to walk around to get to back to the car. And there's this like gaggle of women.
0: Uh huh. I, I remember it all too well.
1: And I, this woman, it, it was just, I say alarming, but it, I don't mean it as a bad thing. She looked fantastic in what she was wearing. I was more alarmed to see her in it at 12 in the afternoon in a mall.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. She was wearing like a black bodysuit. You know, just like panties in the top like no leg part at all uh-huh. with like a sheer diamondy sparkly sheath over top of it that w- and the bottom was like super flowy so it was like flapping all around and the glitter was like catching all the attention and then she was wow. wearing like hooker heels and she was this little tiny chunky woman <laughs> so it wasn't like the typical wears nothing all the time in public kind of person interesting do you remember her? A little bit. And then, and then we're like we're cruising through, and we're like power walking, and I'm like, her dress keeps catching my eye. And then I think they must have still been drunk from the night before, or they had brunch way too hard on Sunday morning.
0: Yeah, probably the second one.
1: They decided in front of the H and M that they were going to twerk and squat and twerk and squat, and I was like, yeah, yeah I can't. This I
0: remember ridiculous.
1: that. Why are there sparkles twerking at me? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't understand people you just stop in public and twerk.
1: Shake their ass, yeah.
0: It's kind of sh- I don't get it.
1: So, that was the most alarming thing I saw on our adventure to the tattoo show.
0: It was a lady twerking. A couple of ladies. Yes. That's Wearing crazy.
1: glitter dresses at noon. On-
0: yeah, it was, it's one of those things that can only happen in Vegas. You know? I would it's hope just, so. It's just bizarre wor- bizarro world here, some of the old
1: things. ladies would faint in shock if that happened in the real world.
0: Can you imagine? You know, from Peoria, <laughs> Illinois, um, oh my if this was going God. on, they would have heart failure. You're not wrong. Oh,
1: there would be there go just don't even do Illinois. Let's go with like Alabama. The old ladies would be clutching their chest.
0: Yeah, the oh
1: uh, dear how
0: sacrilege it is. It would be
1: unreal
0: because it's so sacrilege, You shouldn't do. This?
1: But the same old lady in Planet Hollywood, she's checking out Sparklebutt. like
0: yeah you know what i mean exactly <laughs> exactly that's i think that's so why true. they say
1: what happens in vegas stays in vegas <laughs> um,
0: yeah i'm sure that's got a lot to do with it like a lot
1: <sighs> all right man well i think we we beat the dead horse of the tattoo expo it's literal death
0: <laughs> and then
1: we bashed the russell speaking a little bit, of a so dead horse dad you figured out how to listen to podcasts <laughs> and on that note sorry russell. everyone <laughs>